This is a Wild Gate Production Podcast. Welcome back to Star Trek Reliant. I am your host, Corey, and not sitting with me is... Vince playing Lieutenant Castle... This is Jacob playing, what am I again? Oh yeah, Lieutenant Junior Grade Spork. This is Jeff playing Doc the Awesome Johnson. Bob the Doc Awesome Johnson. Playing (laughs) Tato. Recap, Jacob. I found that funny. Me? All right. Yeah, you. Chosen one. We got a new mission and uh it was to explore a new planet that could have uh you know some nice uh life that could be um applicable to medical technology so we went down there scan 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 we found a larva that has uh great uh, medical potential and then uh our doc decided to also shoot a bunny and a bird. And then uh, we had a many legged bird looking at us very angrily. And then later in the night, a bunch of moths swarmed in and everything has magnetic signatures and it's causing ionic disturbances. I think that's it. Close enough. Fair. All right. So where we pick up, Sarah has just opened the tent and moths begin swarming in. However, they look different from the other moths. They look like this. As soon as it's done going to the chat there, so you can see. Why did you open it? The shadows were like, you know. There are hundreds upon... I just peeked. There's possibly a thousand moths in there now. They have just come swarming in and you are having to bat them away. Do they are look they... like they're attacking or yeah, they're they... not really attacking, they're just kind of swarming the area. I, I get out of the tent then. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you guys come outside the tent, you can see that they are everywhere. They are covering almost everything. You have squished many as you walked out. Ew. Like not just localized to us, though. They're like all over the area. All over the area. Okay. I'm wondering if we can um Use the sensors to create a negative magnetic field to make me maybe get these Trying things away them. from here. Yeah. Or a sound. Maybe we can use the equipment to make some type of sound to drive them off. Is there a yeah. is there a secret is there a frequency in the air that our sensors can pick up? Uh as of right now, most of your equipment is malfunctioning. Uh oh the magnetic fields. Magnetic, yeah. Mm. Or Lieutenant Tato, Lieutenant can you sense the magnetic field coming off these butterflies? I'm you sure can feel it's everywhere. You don't have to roll it. Oh, yes. You can feel it. All right. So we create a negative field. We can't. The equipment's malfunctioning. <laughs> Grab what you can. Let's get out of this general vicinity of these things and then we'll regroup. Yep. I wonder if the other teams are getting the same. Well, we won't find out until we get out of this area, unfortunately. So. Well, what if we try to move. turn, just turn the machines off? Like, so they're not giving off like a field. What, I don't know what if they they, they're to, on. What, what do they seem to be attracted to? I don't to? think that's what's causing this, because they're all over the place, not just going to say, tent. yeah, they're on everything, the trees, the ground, your tent, your equipment, everything in the area. They're just covered in them. Is there any place and that I, looks like it's less of them that we can go to? Not really. I mean... I'm going to grab one. You know what? Uh, Fuck it. Well, Phaser, mass field you know, in front of me stun, which is a, po- a setting. It is. And just so they can all just go thunk on the ground. I'm not killing them. I'm just stunning them. That's all. Okay. Uh, I think we've already killed a few. Go ahead and just, well, just roll the drama die. You're not really aiming, but we got to see if, you know. It's a field of effect. Yeah. Yeah. You just had to show up during the migration season. Okay. So you set it to a wide pattern. You you hit fire and a whole bunch of moths fall out of the air and the ones on the ground just kind of stop moving. That's it, though. Only a million more to go. You have about a 20-foot well, cone in front of you that is now still. I'm going to use uh, my tricorder can, to, uh, to on the, grab on some the, of these for samples, so I'll do that real quick. I'm going to use my medical tricorder to, uh, on these, some of these moths to see if I can find their 
uh, magnetic sensory organ. Is your tricorder working? It is malfunctioning. Hmm. Almost all the, in fact, all of the equipment is malfunctioning to some extent. Yeah. It's that stupid Doc, bird. Grab samples. It. We'll have to deal with it later. Hmm. That means we can't get on the uh, any kind of shuttle or anything to go to get back to the ship. Then, yeah. I'm trying to get us out of the range of these Unless. things so we can actually regroup and start using our equipment. Unless, let's get a bunch of string. String. Tied them to uh, like a hundred moths. A hundred moths, okay. And then, then what are they attracted to? Electronic magnets? They're on everything. They're not attracted to any one specific Come, thing. Where are we going with this? Tech the space. I don't know. Just have the moths follow and just tie it around us the away. waist. <laughs> yeah, tied around but the waist. This is a new planet. We don't know what its cycles are or anything. We don't even know what this actually is. So let's hold off on that kind of stuff until we can figure it out. I direct the group as an order to move away from this area, follow, and we just go as far as we can away from this area that has yep. no moths. All right, uh, so it takes roughly 20 minutes. You get far away. There are still moths in the area, but they're much less dense. They're not covering everything. Your tricorders start to work again. Okay, Your moths start to work again. How but they're still around you. Can you take, still... oh, sorry. Can you take your tricorders and do your things. the frequencies and the sonic bursts as we can walk back using them that way so we can at least get back to our area, driving these little bastards off? I, I, I do the tricorder thing about checking in their magnet. Magnetic organ. Spork, maybe you could do the sonic emission and while well, he does the uh, frequency. Roll roll your tricorder there, Jeff. And we're still what a decent me? ways away from uh, Team Delta, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I got okay. I got a an eight with a three on the die. Uh other than you other than can tell they all emit a magnetic field, but it's very small for each individual one, but when they group up like that, it becomes quite stronger. Okay. Uh, There's nothing special about the field. It's not like it's communication. Oh, I thought you were doing a repellent frequency. That I thought that was for Jacob. Yeah. One of them was going to do a sonic emission. The other one was going to do an actual frequency emission. There's two different types. I was seeing what kind of uh, magnetic field they can, you know, they base their sensory off of. Kind of like shooting them with pepper spray. I was trying to figure out their magnetic response. Can I, uh, can I, uh, can I do that with a tricorder or a phaser? You can't really send out a magnetic field with a tricorder. It's more of a receptive device. But what about a phaser? You can send out a phaser with a phaser. (laughs) (laughs) It's a phaser. It's used to shoot things. you, You don't really have the equipment to create a magnetic field. It's like your tricorder can't emit sound, but... I don't want a magnetic field. I want a frequency hum or something to drive these things away. So I'm not looking for a magnetic field, so to say. All right. right. Give me a moment. So I put my medical tricorder to different settings, see if I can get a a response out of these moths. After a couple of settings, you find a frequency that they seem to, to annoy them, and they kind of fly away from it. All right. I'll let the rest of the group know. 50,000 hertz. There you go. All right, 50,000 hertz, okay. and crank it up. All, All right. right. Crank it up. Everybody programs it into their tricorders. You turn it on, and the moths do start to kind of leave you alone. They only get about 30 feet away from you, but they seem to stay about 30 feet away. You want to try and get back to the tent? Yeah, so let's, can we get back to our base camp? It. You have to move kind of slowly because they don't immediately fly away. They kind of, kind of twitch and twitch and then fly away, but... You do make it back to your tent, and they are staying away, except for the ones that are inside the tent. They're kind of going crazy. So do we know why this area attracted them to begin with? You haven't seen anything. Let's send a stun shot right into the tent before we get in. If you'd like to do that, go ahead, because I'm going to contact Alpha Team and see if they're experiencing the same thing. Mm. Lexi, Lexi, <laughs> short out the equipment in there. Yes, your science officer is correct. It would short out the equipment that's in there. I'm not firing anything. I'm contacting. Okay. You didn't make the noise though, Vince. 
This is Lexi. Are you experiencing a moth problem over there? Alpha team? No. Uh, define moth problem. Thousands and thousands of these moths are attacking us. Well, they're swarming to our area. I wonder if it's a migration thing or a magnetic field thing. We we have not had any issues with the moths whatsoever. I send her a text picture. She goes, oh, my God, you guys need to get out of there. <laughs> that looks horrible. I hate moths. They're creepy. Yes, and this is a different type of moth than we discovered before, it seems. And a 50,000 whatever hertz drives yeah. them away. Oh, we will make sure we program our tricorders for that. Have you heard anything from uh, Beta and Delta at all? I haven't done the check-ins yet. I'm about to. All right. I'll touch base with you in an hour. Lexi out. This Jeff with you. Click. Click. All right. So your equipment works. What are you going to do? <sighs> we could reprogram the sensor to emit that sound. Be a much bigger field. Let's try and get these moths out of the tent first. Okay. I start grabbing them and throwing them yeah, outside. Yeah, just grab them and throw them out the... It takes you, you know, 15, 20 minutes, but you've thrown most of them out. Yeah, about an hour you throw... No, you get most of them out. I mean, if you hold it open wide enough, some of them will eventually kind of scurry out. The noise seems oh. to be making them kind of drunk. Well, that was nice. Moth party. I'm going to grab one of the moths flying around and put it in the... Yeah. In his pocket, I don't know. You have one of the moths, you've placed it in a specimen jar. Yep. Gotta always have specimens of everything. Interesting. I wonder if this caterpillar uh i wonder if the other teams have like collected caterpillars and that's what maybe attracted the moths how is that caterpillar doing should be breathing is it freaking what? out because of the, the the frequency uh the caterpillar is not really reacting to it it seems normal is it alive is it alive yes I, i'm assuming okay. you didn't cut it open but yes it, it, it's uh, well just it's so alive. it's not just actual just still and it's just dead doc mm -hmm. do me a favor take the tube, it, it wiggles around take the caterpillar okay. and get away from the base camp with it and see if the moss follow okay make sure to take the sensor with you obviously <laughs> yes his tricorder is with him yes Actually, I should probably say we should be using our communicators for that because that'd be the proper thing to use because they would emit it would be a time. little bigger, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the the tricorder is a MacGuffin, so it does it about anything you need. <laughs> tricorders have they can't emit sound. They've done it in some episodes, but yeah, you're right. Communicators be the better way. Right. Yeah. So, Doc, let yeah. me let me know what happens when you bring. See if they follow you or not. Or okay. Uh, if you want to, you know, have your sensors set up to study the field magnetic. Um, the field, the, ma the manic field that's going on. When I move the caterpillar out, maybe it attracts. I look at Spork. Do you know what he's talking about, or is he having a stroke? <laughs> I believe something is wrong with him. How many fingers am I holding up? Just one. The doctor didn't respond to that and just walks off. Uh yes, I'm afraid he may be incapacitated. We should right. see yeah. him. As he says that, pass out. Dog just dunk on the ground. It stuns him. Pew. Yeah, he's incapacitated. Mentally incapacitated. <laughs> Mentally incapacitated. Is that your professional opinion, sir? Yes. I'll make note of that. They got that their moth brain. <laughs> Get the moth brain. I'll make note of that in my <laughs> report. He writes it moth brain. All right, Doc. So Doc heads off into the forest. Well, into the away nearby thicket. I do nearby uh, thicket. I do. I I do follow him just as security. Uh, well, as you're walking away with the caterpillar, the moths are not reacting. They don't seem to care. Stomp on it. 
see what they care. Okay, so uh, it did, nothing happens. All right. What else do we have that would might have? What else do we have that might attract these stupid things? That smart bird, probably. We don't even know if we're attracting them or we just happen to be set up in an area that they frequent. Let's try this. Let's turn off all the equipment that we have. Okay, you want to see if it elicits a response? I want to see if it, it, it'll... Maybe they're being attracted by the, the... Obviously, every piece of equipment maintains its own magnetic field and frequency. Maybe that's attracting okay. them. Well, we can try them out and see what what does what. We power. Every, I just pulled a plug. <laughs> Everything shuts off, and the moths just come kind of flying. I back plug it back in, settling <laughs> on everything, up, and they start flying away again yes. after after you turn back on the sound. All right, so it's not our equipment, so it must be this area. Must uh, be. Don't think of. Hey, Spork, roll your intellect real fast. My intellect. Yeah. Uh, I'll be. Do I get a logic bonus for this intellect roll? You know what? Go ahead. Add it in. All right. Because you know I need so many bonuses. No, this could be a, just a simple mission. Just collect samples. Okay. Six on the drama uh, die, but. Uh, this one's never been a simple. Five, six, seven, and then uh, eight, nine, nine. Nine plus the six in the drama die. Okay, so you just happen to remember in your mind that ionic disturbance, and so you check your tricorder and make note that you guys are now in the middle of it, and it looks like it's kind of waving over you. It happens to line up with the moths exactly. You realize? Yeah, I, I kind of figured they were the mag they were causing an ionic disturbance. I, mean, I already figured that out. And you make note that in roughly two hours, the magnetic the ionic disturbance will be past you. Okay, excellent. So, um, what is your rank now, anyways? Lieutenant? Yeah, lieutenant? I'm, I'm a full lieutenant now, yeah. You can just say lieutenant, right. it's fine. Yeah, lieutenant. Yes, uh, what's going on, Spork? So, these moths seem to follow the ionic disturbances on this planet. So, in roughly an hour or two, they should be past us uh, as they follow the ionic disturbance as it rolls past us. So we can expect to see these moths, I suspect, uh, in any ionic disturbance field. Uh, the way it's rolling in pattern, we'll be heading to any one of the base camps of uh, Alpha, Delta, or Char. Uh, yeah, Beta. let's take a look and see if uh, any of the other camps are going to be hit with ionic disturbances. It's you can't your scanners don't quite go far enough for the other camps, but you can tell that it's going from west to east. So, so it probably will like, hit right. them eventually. Well, then Delta should have should have gotten hit already because they're in the middle. I never they never checked in with her yet, so I don't know let's, if there was. Uh, let's relay these results over. I'm going to call. Uh, is yeah. she Lieutenant Commander? Lieutenant Commander Lexi. Commander. Commander Lexi. Uh, I, you know, Ca Lieutenant Castle to Commander Lexi of uh, Alpha Team. Uh, Lexi here. Uh, have the other teams checked in with you, ma'am? Uh, I've checked in with Beta, but I cannot reach Delta. It seems we have figured out that the ionic disturbance uh, has hit our camp area, and that's attracting the moths. It may have hit Delta Team as well, because it's moving from, you said east to west? West to east west to east so they may have been already hit or in the process because it should be leaving us in about approximately an hour's time uh earth hour time excuse me i'm sorry is, what was that you're breaking up repeat i repeat everything i just said you can hear some static in the transmission she mm. says i i got you uh i think the disturbance is messing with your comms but i hear you ionic disturbance moths follow uh Two hours, or whatever you said. Yeah, one hour, one Earth hour. One hour. God damn. One hour. Well, for us, we can't guarantee they're gonna be gone yeah. an hour for them. I do read you, Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's pretty much it. We're just relaying the information in case they get hit by it. They know what to do, and I should, you know, the, the sensor. You give them the frequencies. She gets it, but it does take a couple of repeats because the this. Comms are kind of staticky. They went through a tunnel. 
Yeah. yeah. We probably have AT&T or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sucks in this area. All right. That, so, that, out. Lexi out. Yeah. I'm guessing we don't see a really big difference. And I guess me and Lieutenant Tato are going to head back. That's where we're back. Mm-hmm. I bet you it's the ionic disturbance that's going on. It's attracting these moths. Possibly. Possibly. Wow, you're <laughs> so brilliant, Doc. That's so smart. Well, you, didn't, you didn't relay any information to us. Because you weren't here. Exactly. He, he figured it out all by I figured, himself. I figured it out, guys. Yeah, he did. Uh, all right. I see Doc metagamed his way in getting the information. Perfect. <laughs> it's what he does. No, but uh, do we notice with these ionic... ionic Disturbances, Disturb- like anything, like storm showing up, or you don't see any, and nothing that you can see, nothing physical is showing up. Okay. Anything that uh, Lieutenant Tater Tato can feel. <laughs> Tater. Tater can just feel the moths. Tato, Tato. I know. Infant Tater. Okay. But, uh, okay, so you guys make it back to camp. And are you, if you're going to do anything while the moths are still here, do it now. Uh, now nah, we hold up in the tent and we seal it up so they basically just flutter around like morons until they fly away. Mm-hmm. All right, well, after roughly an hour, hour, 20 minutes, they've there's still some moths around, but it's way less. They're not covering everything anymore. And all your equipment is working. The one stuff you turn on, it seems to be fine now. Yay. I go to Tato and I say, next time you see shadows outside the tent, Wait before you go outside the tent. Let's do a scan first, okay? Please. <laughs> now, I'm not telling you as a superior. I'm telling you as a person to person. Like, please don't do that again. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, the doc's going to uh, take samples of these dead moths that you stepped on. See what you can figure out. You I'll step on them again. Some moth guts, some bits of shoe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got samples. Sir, your shoe seems to be disintegrating upon the moss. <laughs> uh, he, he stepped a little too hard. I'll get new boots. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, you take some samples, and it's other than the magnetic field that's not there anymore. Uh, it looks like a normal moth-like creature. We get uh, the the ship to do, run some icon. Uh, I some magnetic and uh, ionic tests on the atmosphere, see what's going on. Can we communicate with the ship? I don't remember. Yes, you can communicate with the ship. All right. I'm going to call the ship and uh, request with... Actually, Doc, you can call the ship for yourself and do that. You don't have to have go through me. Oh, I figured you'd go, have to go through the command... Uh, through the no, no, no. No, you could say I'm going to do this, and I'll say go ahead, and you're, that's chain of command. I mean... Okay, so then I do that. I request. <laughs> I request magnetic and ionic. This is communications uh, officer Kyle. How may I direct your call? Oh my Kyle. god! Now he's a freaking <laughs> operator. Just kidding. Yes, this is this is Kyle. Uh, yes, this is Lieutenant Johnson. Uh, I'm requesting a uh, magnetic and ionic scans of the uh, atmosphere and sub. Uh, subsurface to the planet? We have detected actually many ionic disturbances across the surface of the planet. On and the he goes surface, on or... uh, on the surface. He goes on to explain where they're all at, and there's basically waves of uh, ionic energy going across the entire planet. Can we figure out where this is localized? It doesn't seem to be localized anywhere. There's some that are <laughs> in the northern part, some in the southern part, but they all go from west to east. They don't seem to be harmful, but they do tend to mess with the equipment. All right, then we are. Uh, then I'm going to make a request to for specialized equipment to keep these uh, iconic ionic disturbances uh, at bay, so it doesn't affect our team. Uh, we can't uh, really block the ionic yeah. disturbances. Well, uh, what we can do is track them and know when they're going to come, and make sure we have our countermeasures up and ready. We will be informing you if any of the waves get near your position. Do we know what's causing the waves? 
I'm assuming this is a group call. <laughs> I guess so. All, uh, it's a party, party line. line. I, uh, no, I, have, we, I, I have sensitive hearing. I can, I can hear the conversation. We, uh, we don't know what's causing them, but they seem to be harmless. Uh, I do send up the information of uh, the, the uh, medical scans of the moth that we had received. He, and uh, noting that it does have, it is, uh, uh, it does emit a magnetic field. It does block our systems. He he takes your report. He sends it to the medical team, and he says he tells you that okay. Thank you for your report. Uh, is there anything else we can do for you? Files it away. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's not the one who analyzes that stuff. He, Files he it under it G and goes relevant yeah. team. <laughs> Got your report right here. Trash can. <laughs> Asshole, this lollipops. Uh, let's see if we can. Get the- uh, see if we can get uh, engineering on uh, so- some way to uh, keep these butterfly, uh, keep these moths away from our equipment. Maybe, oh, uh, uh, as you see on the report about emitting a field of fifty megahertz. We have our engineering team has uh, has something that can be adapted for that quite easily. They tell me. Uh, if you all right, can you can you send that now? Minutes, we will have that for you. About an hour. Okay, thank you. Fifteen minutes. I said, shut up. Click. Okay. <laughs> Transmission ended. Rude. Thank you for using AT and T. No, he, he tells you in fifteen minutes we will beam down a uh, sonic emitter that should give you a quite a wide range of that frequency. Oh, so oh, they, they can, can beam, beam those things down, but they can't beam <laughs> us down. <sighs> they sent you down as a safety precaution. They can beam you up if you want. Beaming is available. They just did it as a safety precaution. Uh-huh. Lieutenant Castle loves loves to be beamed. Oh, yeah. I mean, if the spaceship has like better bathrooms than what the tent has, yeah, just get beamed up. There's, there's no bathroom. I got I need a to use the up. pooper. I got a number two brewing. You need that. Keep beaming that directly from my ass to the toilet. Thank you. Pull it brown, please. God damn it, Jeff. All right. So. Oh, that's better. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, you just skip the whole process. Stomach to toilet. Fifteen minutes passes. They send down a, a sonic emitter. It's kind of like a dish. Uh, they say it'll give you about three hundred feet with no moths. All right, we put it in the middle of the camp and turn it on. On it goes, and even the the one lone moth that was left is gone. Fucks off. Just leaves. Just straight up. What about the caterpillar? Caterpillar we have. Does it seem to be affected by it? No. Probably a different moth would be different frequencies. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Great. That means if you if you deal like fiddle with the frequency, you'll do like a little dance. Meanwhile, Lieutenant Castilia. No, she's just a castle. It's fine. Lieutenant Castle. Go ahead for Castle, ma'am. Uh, I'm. I need to report. We have lost contact with Delta Team. We have so like, not been able to reach them for the past however long it's been. Uh, okay. I first explained to her about the emitter dish that we had, and maybe they should have one beam down as a precaution. They sent one down to us already. The uh, Lieutenant. Oh no. Whatever. Lieutenant Ono. Officer Kyle has informed us. And Commander sent Kyle. Us a, an emitter as well. He's also keeping us up to date on any disturbances that come near us. Would you like us to uh, head over to Delta Camp and check it out? Yes. Uh, uh, God damn it. Commander, Communications Officer Kyle will be beaming you directly to their camp. So if you will get ready. Hazers at the ready. Tricorder at the ready. Uh, We're ready when you are. All right. Uh, Engaging, or I don't know. To the murder moths. Lexi out, so fade out. Fade in. Wow. (laughs) You you have arrived at Delta Camp. And the first thing you make note of is the cannibals. Cannibals, yes. God (laughs) damn it. They just got bored and just cut off all their heads. they They actually made camp inside an ancient structure. Great. 
So they found an Indian burial ground, and now they're all cursed for life. <laughs> it's, a mission. it's a ruined structure. It has been abandoned for a long, long time. Uh, can we get some scans for life signs? Uh, roll your roll your yes, orders. That'd probably be a doc I'm on, thing. On it. I'm on it. Can okay. I hear any anything unusual? Roll your perception. Doc got a six. Okay, so four on the drama, four, six, two, plus five. <laughs> so, yeah, 17. Okay, so, Sarah. I uh, know, I can't roll again. I had 10 and two drama, so I'm good. Okay, so Sarah and Jacob can tell that there's no... There's the birds, the mice, the rabbits. There's some moths, but not a whole bunch of them. No people. No moths. people. The moths carry them away. Those are the only real life signs you see in the area. I flip over a communicator. So the entire team is not present. Not present. I flip over the. Oh, sorry. Flip over the communicator, and I'm going to hail his communicator, which would make a, make it go. You know that noise it always makes. It vibrates. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it, it makes that weird noise that goes wah, wah, when no one when someone doesn't yeah. flip it open. Yeah. Uh, you actually do hear that noise coming from inside the tent. I head over towards that tent and slowly open the flap with a pistol ready. Uh, you see the tent looks slightly in disarray, like they hurriedly left. But you see his comlink and two more comlinks there on the table. Is it like a is note that saying, sorry, we hate you, goodbye, or something? No <laughs> note. Uh, it seems like they just walked outside for a second or in a hurry is there any and foot just left. Footprints. That Roll your tracking there, Sarah. Are they we in the mountains? Tracked. You're not in the mountains. Well, actually, actually, track. are they in the mountains? Doesn't Vince, do you have forest survival, something or another? Not really. They're not really in the mountains, but you're kind of close. I have planet side survival forest and yeah i got yeah, planet size survival go. mountain you know what both of you guys roll planet size survival you're kind of in the between you're not in the mountains you're not in the forest you're kind of in that little area there in between i forget the level you just add it yeah you just add it okay oh, got it yeah i just have basic survival or planet size so. and that's percept no and intellect yeah intellect. all right 10 6 on the drama die and seven total uh you can see that there are some footprints that look like they're sprinting to the to the north but then they kind of stop and there's like a whole bunch of footprints and then they run off to the southwest as if they were being chased or attacked or something it's like something was messing with them not necessarily attacked but that they were running from something it's I, the field uh, dish there yes the field dish is there but it's not on uh, let's Mothman set the, let's let's here. set that up. All right, you set up the dish. It's just basically flip it on. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do one more communicator. Reach out to their team to see if anybody has their communicator still and can hear us. All right. Uh, the three communicators that are there, you one by one, they go off. Uh, the fourth one, it rings, but nobody answers. It's just beep 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 nothing. But it's not there. Just nobody answers. Can we track the frequency of the communicator? Yeah. You can try. Spork, you know the communicator oh frequencies. Maybe. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Gotta love those folks. Okay, so what's this going to be role-wise? Uh, I don't have Probably another tricorder, right? There's actually a skill. This would be one of the security skills, but I forgot. Which oh, one. would it be computer data oh. alteration? Hacking? You know what? I do you, have that. Yeah, you can use that one. Covert communications. Oh. Yeah, it's not okay. really covert. I'll use my the hacking one. You have the data alteration thing. You have hacking. Yeah, I have. I'll use. Yeah, I have data alteration hacking. Then do it. I have it, but Got you it. probably have it higher than me. So. <laughs> yeah, it's tied to my intellect. So, yeah. so then, absolutely do it. <laughs> well, drama die two. Let's see five six seven eight. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen. 
you get a general idea that the communicator is to the southwest of you. So basically where the footprints went. Yeah, it's basically following with the footprints. All right, gentlemen and lady, phasers at ready. We don't know what we're going up against. Perception real fast, everybody. Keep your eyes peeled, oh, like right now. <laughs> oh, dude, we're going to get attacked by Mothman, yo. No. Yay. No Mothman. Okay. Uh, Two drums die. Oh, no. I got yeah. six. Eight. Uh, seven. Nine. Eleven. Nine and a four. Or excuse right. me, ten. Ten. So Vince and uh, Spork, Castle and Spork, happen to notice that in the distance, in a tree, staring at them, no. happens to be this. No. No. <laughs> is it the same thing as before? Yes, it looks exactly like the spider bird from before. It's it's, it's a spider That's bird, right. yes. Is his beak filled staring with blood? At us again. <laughs> his beak is not filled with blood, but yes, he's staring at you. What do you and want? You just this time, Vince. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want, bird? Bird just stares. It's in a tree. It's not as close as last time. Impolite to stare. Dead by dawn. What? <laughs> Dead by dawn. <laughs> it's just spinning around in the air. And great. Let's get out of here. All right. Four to beam up. <laughs> yep. Four to beam up. We got to go to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's keep an eye on that. <laughs> Is it the same direction we're walking? Uh, no, it's uh, it's to the east. It's just in a branch to the east of the camp, staring hey. at you. You said this. I have a question. Also, does does that bird emit like a you know magnetic signal as well? Yes, it like does. A, a strong one. You guys detected this last time. Yes. Okay. Well, um, what I want to do here is, can I isolate that particular? see that it's at whatever and then um see if i can find where other ones of these insect bird things are it's just emitting a magnetic field you can look for magnetic fields it's not a specific magnetic yeah can we try and track that magnetic field that specific magnetic field it's although it's strong it's not a super strong thing you can try but it's probably you're smart enough to know that beyond like 50 feet you're not going to really be able to detect it it's probably such a small emitting field that you won't detect it. If you shoot it we could, with this, you know, phaser and stun it, we might be able to capture it then. By all means, Doc, we'll step back. Go ahead. <laughs> that, the gun, that, that's not how it works. I've had it, Doc. He said it to kill, apparently. No, I, I have a shoot to stun. All right, roll your phaser. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, I get my phaser ready. What? Potato, get your See, uh, rifle ready. I did the math real quick. Oh, yeah. See, well, yeah. Phaser plus two. I got case. 12. It's done. I got one of the drama die. <laughs> no, they're on. So okay. So you shoot at the bird. You do hit it, and it starts to fall. <laughs> and as it's falling, it lets out a loud screech. And in the, beam up. it's... In the distance, you see a very large flock of birds lift into the sky, and they are headed straight towards you. Bye. Maybe let's let's go in the tent. A tent's destroyed. We got, um, oh. It's still intact. We got three to beam up. Disturbed. That's all. Four to beam up. No. Four. Disturbed. No, is there holes up. in it? I mean, no, no. The tent is. They fine. want you. We're it's leaving just you. Kind of messed exactly up on the inside. That's all. Is there any place to go take cover other than the tent? Because they'll rip right through this tent. Uh, Not really. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Like I said, there's a small stream. Well, eh, almost a river nearby. You know what? I'm going to call Reliant and say emergency beam out of this camp for now. Beam us back to our camp. Now. Now. (laughs) Emergency beam initiated. You're back to your camp. All right. You want to go back? You want to go back? (laughs) Think it's long enough? <laughs> Let's wait about an hour to go back. Honestly, we probably should wait at least 30 minutes. Yeah, let's give it a little time to calm down over there. Next time, don't shoot the bird. 
I got your okay. In the meantime, let's report. Don't shoot uh, the bird next time. Okay. We learned not to shoot unless you put it to kill. Don't shoot that bird. (laughs) Well, we learned one thing: when they get attacked, they emit a frequency. It alerts all the other birds to to uh, it's uh, danger. Unless you vaporize it. I like that. Unless you unless you vaporize it, yeah, it's gonna happen. Let's just hope it's not highly intelligent enough to tell its bird comrades what what we look like. <laughs> They're over that way. <laughs> That's what crows do. Uh, I guess we so. should have grabbed. Crows do that. Or crows religion. do that? Yeah. They have a personal uh-huh. vendetta against people? Actually, yes, yes they, they do. They will hold grudges against people. For years. People. Yeah. And they would tell their relatives who it is, so they attack yeah, that. They recognize too. faces, too. They recognize so. faces. Uh-huh. So the crows are like Sicilians? Yeah. <laughs> they yes, hold personal yeah. vendettas, and they like tomatoes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But true. they can yes. also become friends. Yes, exactly. Like they recognize people. Yeah. All right. So, so we, like, yeah. Anyway, we wait thirty minutes. Go podcast. Okay. And, yeah, go podcast. And we request a beam back to the area again. Uh, we well, think before it's... we beam back, we can actually scan the area with using the ship. See, those birds are still there. Can we? Not really. That's a little too much. It should be I an mean, image that could pop up and see if those birds are still there. And they're really you, magnetic. Usually, they wouldn't. Usually, small things they couldn't really detect. If you notice, when they would scan on in the Star Trek, they wouldn't really show you where individual people are. They couldn't really tell. They could just do like life signs and stuff like that in this area. That's about all you can really do from orbit. So even though they give off a strong magnet magnetic signal, uh. Like it's a, still a, a weak them, it's still too small. Signal. <laughs> All right, beam us back. Beam us back. Okay. In the All middle right. of the bird swarm. They they beam you back. You're in the middle of the camp, and along the ruined walls are hundreds of spider birds. Oh, and wow. they are all just staring at you. Hi. <laughs> Some of them are flapping their wings a little. You know how the birds do those kind of rustles, and then they go back. Just like that. And they're all staring right at you. Guys. I step forward a little and I say, first of all, I'd like to apologize for my, my comrades' actions. And we, the rest of us, it reflects nothing on the rest of us. We're great people. We love birds. You're wonderful birds. I'm trying to diplomacy these birds pretty much. That, uh, that's what I do. A, don't have a, their, their plus two sexy. Uh... No, I don't have plus two sexy for birds. Sorry. Dang. Oh, you're missing to be both. Fair, we didn't kill them. People. We just Listen, them a it was an honest mistake. He's a bit of a racist against birds. Shh, we don't talk about that. It'll never happen again. Oh, well, if it was an honest mistake. Yes, 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 yes. It's an honest mistake. Did the birds actually, the bird, like, did they, like, kind of look at me or something? Or Yes, they kind of, one of, a few of them kind of cock their head. and they're. I, they're I'm just... being sincere. I'm not being false or anything. I'm really sincere. I, I show that I... I'm worried about this many amount of birds here. They, like I said, other than them kind of watching you, they don't really react in any specific way. We're going to walk that way. So don't us as we walk by. Okay. <laughs> how, how did that go again? Basically, <laughs> oh. <laughs> just walk slow and don't make any sudden movements. And then I, and then I do, I do a quick little nod to the, like what I think, is it one bird that looks bigger than the rest? No, no, they're, they're all get an emergency beam just in case we need it. And we walk southwest to where the footprints were going. I'm keeping an eye on some of the birds. I guess we can't keep an eye on all the birds. No, uh, as you are walking down, you're walking slowly, calmly. I assume. Yeah. Do they like kind of follow on the edges and stuff? Or? Some some of them are actually kind of following you down the edges. Not all of them. Some of them stayed behind. Okay. They are kind of following you. Keeping a tab on you. It's like the flap land and then stare. I give them thumbs up. <laughs> it was too sudden and they said they It's going great. I do the little love birds. <laughs> you guys are number one. You get some thumbs up from the birds, yeah. All hey right. Guys. They yeah. like us now. Bread. Oh shoot, they're part of the thumbs up game. Run bread. away. <laughs> Oh, shit, I dropped my breadcrumbs. Damn it. So as you head southwest, the birds don't really 
interfere. They just kind of keep tabs on you from a distance. Diplomacy. But, uh, as you're heading off, you follow the tracks. Uh, you eventually come to a small little ravine, and you can actually see three bodies at the bottom of it, and they look to be Delta Team. Well, we found them. They're dead. Let's go. I'll, I'll use my forensics. Wait, Delta Team was three died. people? Where's the fourth person? Hey, I got forensics, too. We're forensics buddies. Forensics buddies. All right. Let's well, look at these dead bodies together. I do. Hey, before they forensics do. this thing and do a CSI thing and they go, wow, with their sunglasses and everything like David Caruso, I'm going to do a quick communication to I'll see if the fourth potato. communicator is around. All right. Yeah, when you, the security person. I'll let when her you ring it, it doesn't answer, but uh, it is not in the immediate area. I don't hear anything is what you're saying. You don't hear anything, no. How many bodies do we see? Three. Is it so, safe to go down there? You don't see any threats or anything out of the ordinary. No, I meant you said it's a ravine, so is it safe? It is a to... ravine. You can climb down it, but you do have to take your time. Is there like uh, a set of footprints that we see like on the bank or anything like that? that the might footprints go up to the edge, and you can tell that they basically ran into the ravine. It, yeah, okay. when they were trying to, so, something was chasing, and they were doing one of those, and probably weren't paying attention. The footprints were they running or walking? Running, yeah, probably. running. Okay. Well, I think we need to go investigate the bodies. So mm. let's go. So you all climb down the ravine. Takes mm -hmm. you ten minutes or so. It's not steep. It's like seventy feet, but you have to be careful on your way down. That's fine. We're gonna try to do one of those diagonal one down, so it's like it's kind of like that. So it's not actually I, climbing. I assume, yeah, I assume that way. That way, you're not rolling anything. Uh, you make it to the bottom. You see three members of Delta Team. You see, uh, you see what well, you recognize these people because you work with them. You see Brom, Keith, and Isis, the the team lead, the medical officer, and the security officer. But the scientist Zena is missing. <laughs> Where's Hercules? <laughs> It was a random name generator. Shut up. Uh, Doc, you want to see what their stat? Are they, I mean, are they dead, Doc? I figure the forensics duo want to do the forensics on the area. Yeah, throw all your forensics, you forensics duo people. Uh, uh, what were their names again? You. I'm sorry. Brom, Keith, and Isis. Brom. I'm going to keep an eye on the perimeter with uh, gun ready. As they're doing the forensics, I will check the bodies out. Okay, drama die two, uh, six, right. 11, 12, or intellect, eight. right? Yeah, intellect plus two. And then my forensics, so 13, 14, 15. Uh, what'd you get, sir? 12, 13, 14, 15. Drama and die. Drama is six. Okay, so they're dead. You can tell that. <laughs> uh, it would appear that they all suffered bruising from falling down the cliff. They have cuts and broken bones as if they fell off. Uh, you can see that uh, Brom and Keith actually have what looks like small puncture wounds on the backs of their necks and back. Beaks? Possibly. It looks like they're chased off, off of the ravine. Um Brom and Keith looks like. Looks and while like you're doing them. this, Vince, you you're keeping an eye out. You notice that more of those birds are beginning to line up along the ridge. Hey, we had an understanding. They don't respond. They just sit there and watch and stare. We're cool, remember? Cool. Like I said, just make sure we have have an emergency beam ready to go. I'm gonna call uh, Commander Lexi. This is Lexi. We've located most of Delta team. Uh, unfortunately, they fell to their death, maybe, and they have puncture wounds. So it might be these weird birds that we have been found. I mean, cool birds that we found in the area that can actually hear me as I'm speaking right now as they're surrounding us. There's one pull like, out like a you know alien space banjo, start playing it. No, but one of them does have a samurai sword in his back, so be careful. Oh, they all have lightsabers. Oh, shit. <laughs> God. One has no. a warm bagel. Huh? They are just sitting there staring, but as you're having this conversation, more and more lining up on the ridge. Uh, I suggest that we retreat. But Lexi says, we haven't seen any of these birds. I did, so I sent her a 
picture of what the birds look like? Uh, she says, we haven't seen any birds. All our birds have two legs. Well, there's about over a dozen or two here. Right Just... now you see about 40 of them. More and coming more up. keep lining onto the edge as you're talking on both sides. Bro. What are you doing to me? I thought we were cool birds. They're just sitting there. Is there like a cave entrance nearby? There is not. And we don't see a, a fourth set of prints like running away? No. I think the fourth member just wasn't at the camp in the first place. Or he was the one that probably pissed off the bird. But... So we should probably I... step away from Doc. I think, <laughs> I think we need to leave. Uh, man, with your permission, we're going to beam these bodies up to uh, the Reliant to further autopsy, figure out what's going on. And do you, we, um, Zena, was it? Uh, Zena is the scientist who's missing. Yes. yes. Uh, our uh, scientist, I don't know her rank, sorry. Scientist Zena is missing. We are unable to locate her. Her communicator is not in the ranged area. I'm unable to hail her as well. Would you like us to continue looking for her or get out of here because we're being surrounded by these birds? Cool birds. Uh, the, the, uh, if you wish to leave or not, that's up to you. If you feel unsafe by any means, please beam back aboard. We don't want to risk you as well. But uh, we will beam the bodies and the bodies disappear. Should the birds do anything? The birds get more bad. <laughs> What do the birds do? Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the, very unsafe right at this point. The moment. birds just keep watching, but as of now, you can see well over a hundred of them on the ledges, and they just keep slowly more and more and more. Uh, I'm going to talk to Kyle and say I'm going to keep my communicator open at the moment, so we may need an emergency beam out of here. But we'd like to continue searching the area to try to find scientist uh, Zena. Uh, we have a lock on you. Uh, when you need the beam, just say so. I will say so loudly. So, so, so. Yeah, I keep I keep the frequency open, and we get out of this ravine. What do you want to say, Sarah? Sorry. No, exactly that. Yeah, you got it. Oh, so uh, we're gonna calmly and quietly move our way out of it the, because there's a lot of birds. I don't want to be attacked yes. by birds. I hate these birds. Yeah. I mean, I love these birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, they seem to love us. Uh, as you make your way back up the ravine, the birds are blocking the ledge that you came down. They are sitting on it, just sitting there. I do one of these. I go, come on. Please? They part. <laughs> really? They leave space for you to, yes, as you do one of these, they kind of hop out of the way and give you space to go by. I... Huh go slowly do they let everybody else by they I let feel, everyone by yes. I, feel, oh, I was gonna say i figured they'd go like this when doc was coming up or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> or, <run> the beam <laughs> up. <laughs> at the very least give them a few Trip. a few little 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 bites do they snap at doc or anything or no they don't snap at doc but uh as everyone makes it back up to the top of the ridge you hear a screech come from a tree to your uh southeast is it that bird type screech Yes, it's that bird type screech, but the bir other birds don't react. You just hear that. You hear a screech. I you see this one bird sitting on a branch. He screeched at you. You turn around. Doing... God, this isn't it was West Side Story. Stop it. Uh, so I, the birds that parted, I say thank you, birds. You're welcome, Vince. <laughs> Why do you like oh. Mr. Hanky? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. The Mickey Mouse. <laughs> It's like Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. No, they, they don't respond. They don't respond. No, I just, I say thank you for parting the way. I didn't want to have to, you know, through you. <clears throat> so I go over to the bird. I start walking towards the bird that screeched. Uh, as you get close, he goes to another tree, turns to you, screeches again. Can we... Did the other birds react or? No. Was it screeching? Was it apparent that it was screeching at us? It was looking right at you and screeching. Was it like um, a threatening screech or just a screech? Just a screech. Can we send this uh, screech to our communications officer? Uh, I, yeah, I don't think they're going to yeah. know bird language. That's what I was you never know. I don't think the Universal Translator handles bird. Universal Translator thinks it's asking for stock tips. Sure. 
Cannabis Space market. Google. I heard D O G E is really good. <laughs> uh, so, so is he hopping in the area or is he moving towards like he wants us to follow? He's moving away from you, turning you screeching. Every time you get close, he goes further and turns. And I, I follow him. See if he's leading us somewhere. All right. Well, yeah. after a few minutes of being led somewhere, you come to a very thick forested area. He goes inside and he screeches and you can, you can't see him, but you can tell he's inside a thicket. This is going to lead us to a larger okay. bird that just eats us. <laughs> I'm thinking this swarm. However, as so, you yeah, all the babies, as you know. approach the thicket, you don't have to go in yet. But as you get near it, giant swarm of birds starts landing in the trees behind you. So remember last week when we all had went to movie night and we watched that movie about that monster in the thicket? Does this ring a bell, anybody? Movie? Huh? Maybe that's where Corey got the story from. No. No, I'm just playing in character because there's obviously going to huh? be movie nights and stuff like that. So I fell asleep. Uh, well, I am going to take. I'm going to detect the. Uh, I'm going to use my tricorder to detect to uh, see if there's uh, the ionic disturbance in the area. There is not. There is one a few miles here west that might be there in a little while, but it's not moving quick. I'm going to flip up on that communicator uh... and see if I get a response from this area. You hear a beep coming from the thicket. Of course we do. Yeah. Xena. Castle. Warrior princess. I, Bert, we just swoop down with one solid swoop right in his fucking eye. You can take him right out. I won't shoot. I won't have a problem with it. No, uh, you shout, uh, you shout, uh, Xena's name. You, don't hear a response, but you hear movement from the thicket. Xenat's castle. Is that you moving or is that more fucking birds? <laughs> you don't hear any response, but you do hear movement in the thicket. I have one call for yes, two calls for no. Yes, make actually, yeah, actually actually not coughs, but if you can make no a cause. sound. Oh. oh, cause, I get it. Okay. I think yeah, you should cough. If you maybe she's tied up or something like that. If you can make a sound, one sound for it's you, and oh, that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, if you don't want, if you want us to go back to the ship and leave you alone, don't say anything. <laughs> if you can hear us and you're not hurt, make a sound. You hear a sound. What type of sound do I hear? Uh, more like it's kind of like a rustling of leaves. Sound. Make a vocal sound. <clears throat> Y'all want to just go in? <laughs> I, I scan the area. Yes, please. Thank this... you. <laughs> um, I sensor? A... Uh, yes, you can him? actually sense there's a human on the in the thicket. Can I tell uh -huh. if it's alive? It has life signs. Yes. Oh yeah. It's Does it have whatever species Xena is? A uh, human, yes. I used to detect human life signs. In the what place. is her uh, life sign? Is it weak? Is it normal? Does she seem like she's hurt? You can definitely tell that. You can tell that she is under pressure and she is injured. Under pressure. Our journey. God damn it. If the operator pops out of these bushes, I'm going to go screaming. Sweet Mothman, I told you. You said weak, right? What? Yeah, it's injured, not necessarily super you know weak, but injured. injured but I have courage. <laughs> so I'm going to slowly walk in and see what the birds do. I'm going to get my rifle ready. Yeah. I have my gun yeah, as, ready. So. Yeah. As you enter the thicket, you see on her knees, surrounded by birds, is Xena. And there are some on her shoulder, too, and on her head. They are just is like. She, is she able to speak? Her. She does nothing seems to be wrong with her mouth, but she doesn't say anything. And she just kind of looks at you and she kind of shakes her head. What's going on? Back step away. We stopped. No, we stopped. I said, can you speak? She shakes her head. No. Would you like to be beamed up? Say something. She shakes her head. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to call the Reliant. 
All right. Uh, this I'm is Kyle. Hands on your shoulder as you talk. Uh, do you have a lock on Xena? Because she's right in front of me, but she's in a dangerous position right now. Uh, can't explain anymore. Or just tell me if you have a lock on her or not. Yes, we, we do have a lock on her now. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> they, they couldn't find her until you you basically locked on to her. Is this okay? guy an asshole or what? Jesus. Uh, do you have a lock on us? Yes, uh, the emergency lock is still on you all. I'm going to count to three. As you're talking, the birds seem to be getting more and more agitated, and one of them pecks her. Is she dead? No, no, no. Yes. Just, just goes, ah. But you can tell that she has lots of peck marks on her face and arms all over her body. What an asshole. Kyle, remember when I said so? <laughs> yes. So. So what? So buttons? I don't know what you're talking about. Kyle! Baby! <laughs> The theme activates and you are all taken back to the ship. And that is all the time we have for today. I've been your host, Corey, and not sitting with me is Lieutenant Castle. (laughs) Jacob playing Lieutenant Junior Grade Spork. Jeff playing Bob the Doc Johnson. And Sarah playing Tato. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to the Star Trek Reliant Podcast, a last Unicorn Games actual play, using the TOS rulebook with a few modifications for the movie era in mind. If you care to support this podcast and Roll Higher Die in general, you can head over to patreon.com slash rollhigherdie or ko-fi.com slash theevildm. That's ko-fi.com slash theevildm. Thank you.